Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Worst of Netflix. Um, so anyone that's new to this, uh, yeah, there you go, woo yeah. indeed. Um, anyone that's new to this show, uh, basically uh, we, and I won't name him yet, but uh, we take it in turns to attempt to find the worst films we can in the depths, uh, sewers, uh, if you will, um, of Netflix. Uh um now it's not a great job i have to say um but i don't do it alone i do have my trusty sidekick uh with me right um if i'm he-man uh and some people do call me he-man or he-mccann uh then this would be my battle cat or my battle gaz down in australia this is cringer my fearless friend Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull! Ranger became the mighty Battle Cat, and I became... How's it going, Gaz? Yeah, it's all right. I, to be honest, I'm going to take that because I, I, I normally get given Pretty a lot good, worse, don't I? I normally get given a lot worse. You podcasts. do get a lot worse. So Battle I mean, Cat is fine. W- and thank you for going with yep. Battle Cat and not Cringer. Yeah. <laughs> sort of a fucking sidekick would that be? So there you go. Look, if we are going to go to battle with some of the absolute dross uh, mm. that we watch, yeah. um, I prefer to be with Battle Gaz. Nice. Um so yeah, but I thought that was really good anyway. Yeah, that's that's um, kind. Thank you. Um but just remember that next yeah. episode it it reverses and I am He-Man again. And <laughs> You can be Orko. Battle the cat. No, you'll be Orko. That's enough of the niceties. I am one nil up in this series. Um It's not competition. That it's not actually a competition. It is. It is well, a competition. It seems um, to be a well, competition. It's not much of a competition at the you moment. Won it. You won it after week 1. <laughs> like the game's over. If it's a competition. I am the winner. <laughs> this is where we cut in uh, we are the champions. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, I am I am one nil up, and uh, mainly because of of Leo the Lion. Um, that was abysmal. No, I mean it's 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 changed. It has genuinely changed my perspective on life. Um, I don't see the world in the same way anymore, and <laughs> in a way, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Like 
last night I watched I can't remember what it was called it was some nonsense a state of play it was called right and right okay yeah do you know what ordinarily I'd be watching that and being like what a load of shit two blueberries (laughs) post Leo post Leo I'm I'm considering giving that a four (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh, it's a life changer Um, like prison or something like that <laughs> um but anyway I, I am uh I am one nil up. Um although it was a good effort last week. Um we did left behind. Um yep. and that was terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um but it did manage to scrape a one bloob from both of us. It did, yeah. Yeah. Um So I've mentioned the word bloob there. Oh yeah. Uh, so before I introduce this week's film uh, Gaz, can you enlighten our listeners as to the history of the Blueberry Scale and its rules? I sure can. Actually, a, a little-known fact about the Blueberry Scale is that it was invented by me. Oh, yeah. Um, although, that is true. Yeah. Um, originally, it was a, a 10 Blueberry Scale. We've we've made it slightly <laughs> more efficient these days, and it's now 5 Blueberry mm. Scale. We rank uh, yep. all of our, our uh, consumed media on the blueberry scale so uh zero being Mm. the fewest blueberries you can possibly have and five being the most blueberries that we can have um that's obviously Mm. for the finest of tv and film uh what we (laughs) don't do ever not allowed is provide half blueberries um now i will say that we have we have actually had a, a message from a fan um, from a listener, it's maybe a bit much to say a fan. We don't <clears throat> might not like us, but a listener who says um, that she, in fact, gives um, she she works with small children and does provide them with half blueberries sometimes. I think that's ludicrous. I've got to say, good. I've got to say that's absolutely ludicrous. Yep. It doesn't make well, any sense. Give them mm-hmm. a whole blueberry. They're not going to get fat on that. Um, I can promise you. When you say she works with small children, is <laughs> yeah. she a teacher or no, is this a, a very inefficient business? She's a prison guard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then the half bloob does make sense. You know, you're torturing so. them, aren't you? Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so there you go. Um, but we don't, one. we don't have half bloobs. No, absolutely not. We're not monsters um, <laughs> like that listener. Um, so this week I've chosen a film that... I have to be honest, I wanted to watch this even before we came up with this concept. Yeah. Um, if only for the movie poster. <laughs> um, so the film is called Alienator, um, which annoys me anyway. I think it should just be called The Alienator, but it isn't. It's just Alienator. Yeah, it, um, it means the word the. Yeah, uh, frustrating as. But um, it's fair to say it's it's kind of B-movie, uh, sci-fi, schlock garbage <laughs> drivel nonsense um and that was just on the poster and <laughs> yeah um well you know honest reviews um so yeah uh, it's garbage this film um but uh, as you said that that could have gone on their movie poster yes um and that leads us nicely into um the tradition that that we've started on this on this pod, which is to invite comments from other people 
um, that have viewed this film. So just just to give you an idea um, what other people thought of this film, it wasn't just it's not just us having a go. Basically, is uh, is what we want to say. Yeah. Um, so the first review, uh, and this is from uh, Joe Free. Three seven five three. So, <laughs> you making that up? You know, or? no, that's 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 his uh, that's his thing. Uh, he left this review. This this weirded me out a little bit. So he left this review in 1999. So <laughs> right. that is madness for for an internet review. Yeah, 99. That is that's so old. But anyway, that's, I mean, um, I mean, that is 20 years old. Um, I madness. wonder. That is where, madness. Where Joe is now. Could be anywhere. Yeah, dead. No, he won't be dead, but he could be. Um, <laughs> so Joe, uh, may he rest in peace, said, uh, well, I had to be generous and give this a two. This was mainly due to the gratuitous holes cut in that lady's shirt where her breasts are. <laughs> I found that mildly amusing. Other than that, this movie does nothing more than provide a few good laughs with a friend. Uh, and he right. gave the film uh, two out of ten using the old blueberry. So system, you know, I see. well, yeah, there you go, yeah, raspberries. So that amused me. Yeah. Um, the next one was uh, from Kai eighteen twenty four, so one of our <laughs> <What>? oldest um, <laughs> reviewers. <laughs> um, also leaving this review in nineteen ninety nine. I don't know if this like was re released in ninety nine on like mm. DVD or something, but. So- Hold on, how old would uh, they have been then? 105 when they left this review. <laughs> um, if Kai is still alive at this point, having been born in 1824, that is going to be fucking impressive, I've got to say. Oh, 1824. Um, Sorry, I thought you said 1894. Yes. Well, that's ridiculous. No, then. no. So they've said, uh, recipe for one of the worst movies of all time. Oh. A she-male villain... Well, you know, she male. Mm. Um, actually, I forgot to mention in the uh, in Joe's review, uh, he titled his review "Revenge of the Large Transvestite with a Gun." Now, right, so I think that's theme. unfair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it is a recurring theme. Kai thinks so as well. Everyone having a go in nineteen ninety nine. Um, when back when it was allowed, probably like people <laughs> <laughs> encouraged, if anything. Um, so a she-male villain who looks like it escaped from the it, WWF, it known as like, the WWE looked like, now. Looked like it escaped. Yeah. <laughs> and also, they, to be fair, they might be talking about the World Wild, Wildlife Foundation. That is true. Yeah. yeah. That's worse in a way. <laughs> um, has terrible aim with a gun that has inconsistent effects. Um, now, this may be chuckle. Um, so the first guy she shoots catches on fire but then when she shoots anyone else they just disappear yeah that is correct why is that happening that's madness that's that's amazing um budget you know what happened though didn't you yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah like i mean it's i suppose that ties in ties in with the fact that the movie initially is going to be a sci-fi um adventure and then just turns out to be like a a student movie with some people running through the woods. Also, budget reasons. <laughs> well, if you think of the budget, um, it looks like the first part of the film looks like it was shot behind the scenes of where an actual film would be made. It looks like it's in like 
You know when you <laughs> when they do like behind money. the scenes where you get people walking from one set to another and it's behind <laughs> the expensive scenes. That's what it yeah. looks like it's filmed. Yes. And then yeah, they just film the rest of it in a fucking forest somewhere. Yeah. So budgety. The the she male villain then takes time to pet a deer. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I presume we'll get onto that at some point. Then you get the unlikable characters, thirty-year-old uh, college students, uh, a lame attempt at a surprise ending, and lots, lots more. Avoid at all costs. Um, so, any anything to add on that, Gaz? That's a solid review. I, I like the thirty-year-old college student. That is, um, that's, that's they are so old. They're really they're they're older than. Bloody Chloe from Left Behind. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. Why is this a recurring theme? <laughs> there is another thing in this film that is a recurring theme from Left Behind. Oh, my God. I but know what it is. Before... I, I'm, I'm not going to say it yet. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But I know that you've got it written down um... as well. That excites me. <laughs> but before we get onto that, uh, we're going to have a little advert break. Hmm. You ready for your big day, scum? Actually, vaporization's too good for you. Hello there. Yes, this is the advert section. If you have enjoyed this series, do please like, share and subscribe to Fan Critical. We don't just cover the worst that Netflix has to offer. We also look at the other end of the blueberry scale. We have just released our Avengers Endgame pod. Do please listen to that if you have watched. It is full of spoilers. We also have a dedicated podcast called Bastards and Broken Things, covering the last series of the incredible Game of Thrones. If you want honest feedback on the show and books, with a little drunken humour thrown in, give that a listen. Lastly, if you do enjoy listening to us so much that you'd like to appear on the podcast with us, go check out our Patreon. We're at patreon.com forward slash fancritical, where we have a number of membership options, one of those putting you in the hot seat. That's enough plugging. Enjoy the rest of the pod. Prepare the first execution. Okay, so first off, this film starts, and I I don't know what it is with these very budgety films. In Leo the Lion, when the Weinstein Company came up, I felt a little (laughs) awkward. Yeah. Um, I didn't get any awkward feelings this time. I just cracked up when (laughs) it just flashed up, Amazing Movies Presents. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's going to be good then, don't you? Yeah, fact. (laughs) <laughs> you know, that's all they do. They do amazing movies. Let's so be fair, they've gone is, out of business. That that reminds me of um <laughs> there's this like there's a couple of like major cinema chains here in Melbourne, right? Or in Australia. And like most mm. of the cinemas are those chains, like two or three big ones. There's this one um <laughs> that we drive past sometimes when we head out um into the countryside. We go past it yeah. and it's it's called Brilliant Cinemas. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's better than calling it like piece of shit piece of shit movies bog average cinemas (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. no i like it uh we then get a prologue um kind of like i mean it very very star warsy kind of uh font rising up the screen i mean it's not just star warsy but there, there are other stuff in this that that is so star wars I mean, there's a fucking lightsaber at one point, but we'll get onto that at, uh, at a later time. Out of absolutely um, nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favourite parts of the film. But oh, anyway, incredible. so 
did you did you read did you read the prologue i have to, i honestly i looked at it and went uh and just waited for it to finish um yeah i mean i didn't and then the transition into the film i was like right i better go back so i have literally no idea what's going on <laughs> um and just to set the scene and uh i mean it's very like basic um i might do something in the post edit and make this sound better depends how lazy i'm feeling but okay. um but here we go <clears throat> I'll read it out for you to set the scene. In a far-off corner of the galaxy, a well-armed rebellion battalion ambushes the armies of the great tyrant, Baal. A massacre ensues, thousands of innocents perish, and the leader of the rebellion, Kol, is captured and sentenced to die. Today, on a dark prison planet where no man has ever escaped, fact, the commanding executioner prepares to send his prisoner straight to hell. Whoa. Now, I'm like, okay, yeah, cool, sounds... That in itself, it sounds like it's a follow-up to quite a good film. Um, <laughs> I want to see the massacre with yeah. the tyrant Baal. Again, um, we don't, budget. We don't, we don't get to see any of that. Budget, budget yeah. yeah. I guess at, at the moment, then, the impression that you get of Cole is, like, obviously the, the Empire are going to hate him. But he's mm. he's effectively the Luke Skywalker or the Han Solo of this movie. Like he's a he's Easy. a he's a badass rebel like a badass rebel, isn't he? Like mm. that's that's cool. Yeah, I wonder what he's gonna look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next shot is genuinely one of the worst transitions I've ever seen from a film. First year student video production, like you know you you do your title screen and then just like hard cut into the film. Like it just, just a still shot of a prison cell. Um, and what looks like, I don't know, like fucking adamant or some glam rock, Gary glitter, you know, I mean, he is in a prison cell at the moment. Um, but someone like that, uh, just in a cell, I was just like, have they lost some film that they then couldn't use in the post edit? it's just it's too it's terrible but oh. it does set your expectations yeah right so you're saying it's a good thing that they, they've yeah because at least they're like look this is look <laughs> this is terrible from the off you know what you're getting yeah yeah, yeah. no if because if they if they had like a smooth transition you'd be like hold on a minute is this a good movie only to be deflated so in this scene we've got uh, we've got Cole, uh, and he's in a cell awaiting death. We get the uh, get the commander. He walks in. Um, now all of the sounds in this scene are hilarious. The footsteps are unnatural and too loud. Like they've clearly been added afterwards. I mean, look the the thing, the 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 biggest thing here though is that the commander is Jan Michael Vincent, who. I don't know if you yeah. know who Jan Michael Vincent is, but um, I'm a I'm a big Rick and Morty fan, uh, as is as is yep. Len actually of this parish, yep. and uh, one of the great episodes of Rick and Morty has an inexplicable scene <laughs> where where there's a, a a trailer for a movie um, called <laughs> I I can't remember the exact title, but it's something very much along the lines of Jan Quadrant Michael Vincent Eight. Um, and it's about there being <laughs> only eight Jan Michael Vincents that have to protect the quadrants of 
the city. Right. And I didn't know, I didn't know that Jan Michael Vincent was a real person. I thought <laughs> <laughs> until this movie. So when I saw his name pop up, I was ecstatic. I mean, it's a shame that in this film, his uh, his mouth is glued shut. So Jan Michael Vincent, um, and I don't want to be too harsh on uh, on JMV uh, <laughs> because this. This is not him at his peak. I mean, his career has peaked way before this. Airwolf, um, wasn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. He, he was known for lots of substance abuse. Let's let's call it that. Nice. Um, lots of drinking. Uh-huh. Um, and I've got to say, and I hate to say it, but he's definitely pissed in this film. Like, <laughs> it, it just it doesn't look... It's not a good look. Um, and it's such a weird casting as well, because... He's quite a big name for this film. Yeah. Um and he doesn't really appear in it. It's like and also if you have a look at his his uh his career kind of filmography. They've just deleted this film from it. So he, he wanted nothing to do with it. And unfortunately, he did pass away a couple of months ago. So uh yeah. so there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, let's yeah. not let's not lambast him too much, but um yeah. This isn't peak JMV as you say. JMV, and, yeah. And let's let's remember that. Um but yeah. Uh his um his years had obviously taken their toll on his um oh, yeah. his his speaking ability at this stage. That um that bit where he's beating Cole up in the prison cell. Yeah. I think that was just him going, How have I how have <laughs> I let my career come to this? Well, the a little known fact um for you is that uh the guy who played Cole was actually jmv's agent and that was him <laughs> expressing his anger for being hey cut this. cut the scene man <laughs> uh, and close your mouth oh don't um, don't talk to me about that I, that's i've got that note written down several times <laughs> such a weird man oh um, god anyway so he gets a beating. Cole gets a beating. Um, yeah. Then there's a bug climbing up the wall for some reason. Yeah. Uh, again, coming back to the sound effects, every punch that JMV lands, <laughs> yeah. there's like a weird klaxon sound. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the Clagain Bowl sound that we use in our. It's game so of weird, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I couldn't get my head around it. Um, although I did laugh, I guffawed very loudly when that happened because it was just on point every time. It wasn't just a coincidence; they <laughs> yeah. meant to do it. So we get these little bugs climbing up the wall, uh, and then there's just a brown paper bag in the corner. Yeah, uh, and the note that I wrote here is Jesus, this is shit already. <laughs> it's. I, I hate a movie that. I mean, is this shit? And wants you to try and connect some dots and like. <laughs> you work out what's happening like no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> we don't know anything we don't know what any of this is so don't show us show him looking at this weird bug and this paper bag and smiling and expect us to know what's happening that's fucking weird yeah so weird they should yeah. have written like escape bag on the bag <laughs> yeah. um so this commander i mean he is a bit of a dick isn't he Oh. He seems to be just having a go at every person that he speaks to in this film. 
he's he's awful to everyone. The, this, I mean, the, it's it's good old fashioned nineteen nineties sexism, isn't it? With uh, with mm. his little Tara, with with Tara, who he just abuses for absolutely no reason. Yeah, you look a state. Sorry. <laughs> now, can you just uh, Jan? Can you just stick to the script, please, mate? <laughs> But so Tara's sitting there. Yeah. Um, talk to me about this dress that she's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, because listen, mate. No, because it's because it's in space, isn't it? So. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for anybody, if there is anyone listening that hasn't watched this movie, um, I, <laughs> I will describe it. It's a it's a regular a regular jumper, probably pretty regular jumper, um, but. Mm. It has uh, some holes cut out that are just the right size and location for her for her boobs to sit. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So a bizarre boob hold jumper. Yeah, it's like she's got I don't know, like little boob windows. <laughs> little boob windows, that's right. But yeah, the thing Weird, is, she looks really normal, like really normal. What and... do you mean by that? Are you trying to chat her up there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. If she's still around, this she is look really um... normal. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> I won't waste my best lines on uh, on this. Point. Um, she does. She she looks. She has her face. She looks like she's got some self respect, and yet she's appearing <laughs> okay, yeah. as this good. character, um, which mm. suggests that maybe at this time she didn't have that much self respect. Um, mm. It's a poor character that she's playing. Let's be fair. That is true, and I think she knows it. But look, at least. At least she's got a name and a cool, you know, you know jumper. window jumper thing. Um, at least she's not some of the extras in this film. They're so miscast, some of them. <laughs> like, there's there's a young guy with, like, a dodgy moustache. Yeah. I'm like, who's this guy? And then there's another guy later on who is, like, a really old, like, you'd cast him to play, I don't know, like, a grizzled sheriff or something because he's a state yeah. Like he's got long hair, a beard, you know, he's a bit short, he's a bit tubby. And it's like, what is he doing in here? Like, he doesn't match anyone else. <laughs> they've literally, it's like they've walked onto the street and gone, we've literally got this budget signed off for one day to make this film. Yeah. Can you star in a film? And the guy's gone, I'm homeless. And they've gone, we don't care. Yeah, You're in this film now. And then it's he's fucking weird. He's, he's walked onto set. And they've gone, no, 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 sorry, mate, not on the set, just behind the set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I'd rather be one of these extras than who I thought was originally called Lung, um, <laughs> but the guy's name is Lund. Lund, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he walks in and I'm like, what the fuck is he wearing? Who is this guy? Yeah, so he's, he's wearing, like some wearing like sort a, of like priesty guy. Yeah, maroon robes and like a necklacey thing. Um, I think he he gives he gives off the air of being very spiritual. Um, he looks like a Catholic, po- a papal kind of figure, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, a very dodgy sort of priest. Um, <laughs> and we'll leave it there. Um, <clears throat> but he basically just comes in and he's like, "Look, I don't know anything that's going on." And it's like, "What? The, who's let this guy in?" 
I can't believe the commander just hasn't thrown him out immediately. Well, Tara, Tara said just before, oh yeah, um, these guys, I'm not sure, or this organisation, whatever, have sent are sending Lund in to observe what's happening. To what end, I have absolutely zero idea. Like, there's no, that's, I don't think that's made clear. But the commander, mm. JMV, He's he's pissed off, isn't he? Because he's like, right, I'm gonna have to. This is like a PR exercise. I don't have time for PR exercises. I want to kill people. Fuck that! I, I want to kill, kill people. Rebels. Um, but instead, he's I want to kill a... you. I'm an I'm an employee. <laughs> well, shave your mustache then. <laughs> Here you go. Wear this jumper with windows. What? I'm a guy. Um... <laughs> Look where the window is. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a great line, old uh, old Jan. This is the toilet of the interplanetary penal system. Our job is just to flush it. Yeah, that's good. And he and he and he smirks as he does it. Um, he does unfortunately slur a couple of his words as he says it as well, uh, which I really did notice. Yeah. Um, and it made me feel very uncomfortable. Cole uh, manages to escape. I mean, uh, I, I won't comment on how shit the fighting and stuff is. It is worth mentioning some of it, though, let's be fair. I mean, well, <laughs> just sort of in general, the fighting is abysmal. But then, <laughs> like, shooting people who are up on, like, a up on a platform, <laughs> a raised platform, and yeah. they then decide, because they've been shot, <laughs> to fall forward over the banister, <laughs> letting off... I Please insert the scream here as well. <laughs> I had to rewind and watch this again because it was so abysmal. The, I, yeah, I, honestly, if your actor's given you nothing, just go and find go and find some audio of a scream from something else because that yeah. was abysmal. So he falls forward inexplicably and screams. <laughs> then there's a moment where where Con. What's his name? Cole decides that. Cole, yeah. <laughs> uh, short for Colin, presumably, and <laughs> where he decides that instead of just shooting everybody like he has been successfully, that's been working. Instead, he sneaks up on some guard and puts a paper bag in his face. Well, you may remember. <laughs> you may, may remember earlier in the movie we saw a paper bag. That Cole had a little peek at and a little smile at when there was also a little bug floating around on the the Oh, wall. it was moving, it was moving. It was moving. And guess what? He put that bug in the paper bag and he used it on that hapless guard that he could have just shot for some... But for some reason decided now's the moment to use this bug that I've foreshadowed earlier in the movie... And it's the mm. most horrific looking thing ever. Like, that's disgusting. <laughs> Why has he done that? <gasps> so he's put the bug <laughs> on his face and that bug has sort of replicated itself four times somehow. Inserted mm. itself into the guy's face, ripping his face apart. Horrific. Mm. But that's 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 his thing, isn't it? That's what he does. Who knows? Because it's the only time in the film he does it. <laughs> Coming back to that balcony stuff, there there were genuinely a couple of, of times where in one cut someone would be standing there and just before they're about to be shot, in the next cut, they're hanging off the balcony. What <laughs> what? Why? Why? It's not like someone climbed up and got caught halfway through. 
If you're trying to shoot someone, what you don't do is give up your position. Doesn't make any sense. Just guys just jumping off the balcony. Halfway through this, Lund uh, says to to Jan, the commander, says, uh, he's an interesting man. And Jan just replies back, he's scum. Now, again, I don't know whether or not he's acting at this point. Um, (laughs) But it made me laugh nonetheless. Your agent's an interesting man. He's scum. (laughs) <laughs> there's, uh, there's there's one bit as well just after that where um, uh, Cole's killed quite a few of them and he's continuing continuing his escape and he runs up <laughs> to one of the ladders and starts climbing up it and then stops and changes his mind and then walks over to the other ladder next to it and climbs up it. Why have we seen him climb up that Why? first ladder? <laughs> <What's>... <laughs> Um, but anyway, so the commander's he's, he's panicking because obviously the villain uh, he's escaped. Yeah. Um, so the commander goes right, call out the hunter unit. Yeah. So fifteen minutes into this film, yes, we then get more credits and a yeah. title screen. I was like, I what? I couldn't. I couldn't I can believe, believe it. it. I couldn't believe it. I, I, <laughs> I was like, right, that was just the introduction. That was just the title sequence. <clears throat> That's all that was. But the thing is, there was more detail in that first 15 minutes than there is for the rest of the film. <laughs> yeah, that was that was to set up, you know, like, one chase scene. <laughs> it's weird, though, because in the first 15 minutes of the film, you find out that Cole yeah. uh, has been arrested as part of a resistance to overthrow some tyrannical, yeah. I don't know, democracy. He then gets arrested and sentenced to death and then escapes. Mm. That's the first 15 minutes of the film. The rest of the film is Cole is on the run and that's it. (laughs) So, uh, uh, yeah, I I don't know what the waiting is, but there you go. The thing is, there's there's literally no need for any of that backstory. None of it matters. Yeah. None of it has any relevance to anything. So Cole escapes uh, and he finds Earth um, and he says says Earth, says Earth (laughs) to himself um, because he must know he's being watched. Earth. So uh, it cuts to Earth, and we see this camper van, which is so far probably the thing that they've spent the most budget on. Um, it's well, pretty pretty impressive camper van. We also see Earth, and then we have about twenty five seconds of uh, <laughs> of no music, no sound effects, just <laughs> the spaceship floating outside of Earth's <laughs> atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, just, just get on well, with no, it. No, because that was. <laughs> well, I, they must have had some sort of like. I mean, there's loads of scenes in this film where you're thinking, "What? What is the point in this scene?" Yeah. So maybe they just had a uh, a quota. So we get the camper van, uh, and it's been driven by uh, a guy called Rick, uh, who's an all American. You know, he's he's drinking Budweiser. Yeah, he's got a very like preppy, like a college jacket on, like a sports jacket, a jersey, if you will. And I'm assuming it's uh, maybe it's like his sons, um, or maybe it's one that he he he's been wearing that jacket because you know it's been like 35 years since he went to college. Um, yeah, they're going no. to the reunion. They're going to the reunion, obviously. Yeah, exactly that. He's wearing it because it's ironic. Yeah. He isn't. Um, he's supposed to be a student. Yeah. Um, we had a go at Chloe in Left Behind. I take for... it back. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got to. This guy's hair is receding. 
um, and he's supposed to be like what twenty years old. Fucking hell! Yeah. Even his delivery of his lines doesn't sound convincing. No, I, he's, he's an old oh, fella. Fucking hell! <laughs> yeah, it's just some old guy. Yeah, and he, like the warden who he meets later. I know we're skipping ahead a little bit. Like the the relationship that they're supposed to have in this movie is what like a teacher student kind of thing. No. Mm. They're, like this guy's probably older than the warden. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll, I will look it up, um, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. So anyway, so he's uh, he's having a drink, and uh, and we know he's he's drunk too much because uh, he does he doesn't drink like a human being. He 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 downs a can, he crushes the can, he throws the can, cracks open another drink, and starts drinking. Like no one drinks like that. You don't right. just con- continually skull cans of drink. Only, only, only real men, only real men do that. So, well, yeah, fair enough. So he's, uh, I assume, who his girlfriend. It might be his girlfriend. One uh, of them. She one says, of "Don't probably his girlfriend." I like. I got yeah. confused halfway through as to who was whose girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah. Either way, but yeah, it, it's it's hard to hard to work out. He gets told. Uh, don't you think you've had enough to drink, Rick? Well, yeah, I agree. Not necessarily because he's drinking alcohol, but just the fact that he's sculling drinks and then drinking another can immediately. But hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. So we then get the shittest looking meteor. Uh, obviously, it's not a meteor, it's a spaceship. Um, so they stop. They're like, oh my God, what is that? Let's go and see it. Uh, and then we cut to Cole and he's stumbling around. <sighs> my God. Uh, right. And my note here is just terrible, terrible soundtrack. I don't even remember that. I I think I was too busy shouting for him to close his <laughs> fucking mouth. Like it's been, <laughs> it's been four scenes, like with him just with his mouth open, groaning. <laughs> close your mouth, mate. Like, <sighs> what are you doing? Uh, uh, uh. Why has he been doing that for so long? Stop it. Um, thankfully, he then gets run over. Yeah, thank um, God. Right, that's the end of that. Brilliant. Now, this confuses me, because I might be missing something here. Um, but one of the other old students, um, and he's a nerd because he's wearing glasses. Yep. That's how we know. He's the nerd one. Um, but he shouts out... Damn! Rick, it's a one. Oh, great driving, Mario. Damn! What? <laughs> what is that? No, because his name is actually Mario. That's <laughs> well, that would make sense. Um, what does that mean? Well, it's a Mario Kart reference. Oh, great driving, Mario! Yeah, because he's crashed into a Waluigi or something. Yeah, well, he, he, well, that is true. Yeah, yeah. Bowser. Yeah. Um, just the fucking. I, I was so confused. Like. I had to pause and just go, what's the reference there? Yeah. What's the reference in 1989 or 1990? I, I, I couldn't get it. Um, that is true. But, but Because, like, that's very true. Because Mario Kart didn't come out for another few years. Yeah, oh, it's just weird. Was Mario Kart inspired by this? In a way. Yeah. That's what I always thought. So we then cut to two, uh, two inept old hunters. One's called Bert. Uh, so it obviously makes sense to call the other Ernie. Ernie, yes. So we get Bert and Ernie, um, <laughs> and they're just fucking about in the woods, not like that. Um, but they then bump into uh, the warden. 
right at this point uh, and i actually quite I, I quite like the warden no oh nothing wrong with the warden um and i yeah i i've i've nothing to say about the warden because a he's an all right actor and b he's a character that makes some sort of sense so <laughs> like yeah. move on but um I, I have to say though that first of all when they bump into the warden this argument that they have with him goes on for far too long i there was a point where i was like <laughs> oh fuck have i if i like switched over to a different movie by accident because this is so out of place it's got like little comedy yeah. music they're bumping into each other and it's like a some sort of three stooges sketch it's just nonsense i mean one of them is trying to act their heart out by doing all these weird <laughs> like face like expressions um even mouths so, like when bigfoot gets brought up yeah. he's sort of like it's like, oh, bigfoot oh, oh like, come on mate yeah. this is like anyway uh, we will come back onto the hunters actually because it's quite a depressing um end to to one of them so I also wrote, what the fuck is the point of this scene? I, yeah. Like, it, it it does nothing for the film. They do nothing for the film. They both get fucking killed in about 20 minutes. <laughs> so what's the point? No, but we have to find out that they are regular poachers of uh, trapped rabbits. <laughs> um, and that the warden has spoken to them on several occasions about, like, what is going on? It's just, I I knew at the time this was going to be totally irrelevant. I didn't need for them if it to was die like, 20 minutes later for me yeah, to know that. But if it was like, at some point, the alienator, um, obviously she loves deer. So if at one point you saw the warden like free the rabbit or free a deer or something, and then later on the alienator was like, I'll leave you alone because I know you're good people, that makes sense. At least there's a point to that. Oh, my God. But I, it doesn't come up again. I honestly, again... Again, I think you've uncovered what the the original intention was. I reckon they they could hire the deer, uh, but they were paying like by the hour, and so they filmed that first scene of of the alienator petting the deer, and then they're like, "Oh, do we pay for the extra hour to get the the warden scene in there?" Or yeah, and they they opted not to. Well, again, what they should have done is what they didn't do with the bag where just uh, just write just in felt tip pen on the side of the deer reason why <laughs> alienator doesn't kill warden and other old students like that would make sense but again if anyway. if they do that then they lose their deposit on the deer so <laughs> <laughs> this pen writing wasn't on this deer beforehand yeah it was um it's always been there. that's so that's her name <laughs> So the oldest students in history uh, take Cole uh, to the warden, um, and uh, and Rick is very enthusiastic. He says to the warden, "You know, he, he ran out. There was a lot. I've got witnesses. All right, chill out, mate. Fucking play it cool." Um, but then, as he's talking to <laughs> as he's talking to the warden, he, he just to describe Cole, he says, um, "He's some it's kind sort of, of wacko." Twenty minutes. He's weird looking, isn't he? I mean, I mean, he's some kind of wacko. Yes. <laughs> so I wrote, I wrote wacko in capital letters and underlined it twice because that is our connection to Left Behind. <laughs> How has that happened again? It's a, it's incredible. We picked two films that were made like 
25 or 30 years apart. <laughs> yeah. And they were picked at random. And <laughs> for some reason, they're both connected by the word wacko. Wacko. I, I really like that word. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny word. Want a coffee? Um, no. So yeah, weird stuff. Oh, and in fact, then, <laughs> yeah. then one of the characters says, "Anyone want a coffee?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Nick Cage goes, "No, I didn't ask for a coffee. No way did I ask for that." Okay. Uh, what are you doing in here? Do you reckon so... they were filming Left Behind on the other side of the set? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why not? Make fucking sense, wouldn't it? So the warden, who you assume is... He's going to make some sensible decisions here. Uh, so he's like, right, I'm going to call the doctor. Yeah. Um, which is a sensible decision. First sensible um, thing you've said all the day. Doc- the doctor he calls isn't the best doctor he could call. Might might be the only one he can. But this doctor is just sitting there doing shots on his own. Now, He, he would have why? been better off. He would have been better off sending Leo the Lion to go and get that putrid <laughs> elephant doctor that was like <laughs> melting I mean oh. this guy looked like he was melting a little bit I have to say but um, well you say just, that you say it looks like he was melting <laughs> oh. Oh. that's some foreshadowing yeah. for you well yeah there you go read between the lines uh, Cole's um, uh, my, my note here going back to Cole and, and the, the old students uh, he's hilarious on the sofa <laughs> Um, his acting is just fucking like it's funny. I mean, it's not very good, but it is funny. <laughs> it's not um, very good. No, it's not very good. No, it's not very good at all. Um, and he's apparently choking or or something. Um, oh, just close your mouth, mate. Close your mouth. <laughs> That's what one of the students says. They say, "Can you close your mouth?" But then before they ask the uh, the close your mouth stuff, uh, and I'll insert the audio because it's fucking hilarious. Um, but one of the girls goes... And what kind of accent is that? Are you French? Like, no, he's not French. And no. where are you getting this accent from as well? Like, he sounds American. Like, he speaks English and sounds American. He, he <laughs> yeah. doesn't sound French. No, no, he's, he sounds like he's got a sore throat because he keeps grabbing his throat <laughs> and won't close yeah, his mouth. correct. Um, they also ask him what his name is. And he says, Cole. And and then they're like, what? Cole? How do you spell that? Well, again, like... <laughs> all right, not, maybe not, not like a John or a James, but... <laughs> Cole is a name. It sort of like, sounds English. That's not that weird. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would definitely... It's not like yeah. he's gone, my name is... Erfen Kalgjigel nine. Like, <laughs> then I'd be like, yeah, right, fine. How do you spell it? But he said his name's Cole. Just go with that. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. C O L E. Cole. Um. So that was pretty poor dialogue. Um. <laughs> we then get this absolute gold. Uh. From the nerdy student. Oh my god. Um. I I can't really get my head around why he says it. No. Nope. But he just goes. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? When he speaks, it kind of looks like a kung fu movie. Yeah. What the fuck are you on about? What is he on about? I and I, I had no <laughs> ideas at the time. Like, I just wrote down, huh? Yeah. Because it, it just what makes no mean? sense. It makes no sense. I, I sort of thought, right, is he saying that 
he talks without his mouth moving because that's the old joke isn't it about kung fu movies is yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah because they're dubbed over the the movement of the mouth doesn't co- correlate with the words <laughs> but he's clearly speaking they haven't dubbed over his <laughs> <laughs> what's happening here yeah i mean were they going to do that in the post edit i don't know but they they didn't so that that line should have been cut yes uh, cut it yeah, weird, cut it out man. Cut it. So anyway, we go back in space for some reason, um, and uh, and the commander, uh, he's obviously you know he might have had a drink. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> he's like being Vincent all again has had a drink. Well, yeah. So Definitely has. he's like, um, it's not even libelous. <laughs> well, fact. So um, he's being all. I mean, the next part might be libelous, but he's being a Weinstein uh, with Tara. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, very, very touchy feely. Uh, I mean, look, it's, it's all an accusation at this point, so yeah. you know, um, so you won't get us on that. But uh, he's being touchy feely, and he's kissing her neck and stuff after calling her rough earlier in the film, and yeah. she's loving it. She's like, she's she, it. Sh- she should know better here. Like, what's Correct. she doing? This is what I mean. She's playing an awful character. Like, <clears throat> stand up for yourself woman you know like this is <laughs> this this is i don't know sometimes i wonder about the the world that we grew up in like was it was it actually like this I probably maybe it was yes oh unbelievable mm. um All he's right. an absolute Weird, slime huh? ball and she annoys the crap out of me because she's she looks like she she kind of looks like she's gonna have something about her and she's gonna be like get off me mm. you slime ball but instead she just goes in get off her. me you creep yeah. you slime ball you wacko yeah. <laughs> hey that's out of order um yeah that is death on this uh prison planet yeah i'm gonna send you straight to hell <laughs> um but if he was creepy we then get an even creepier intro uh from lund yeah. who uh who walks in as he sees it the correct line is what are you doing <laughs> leave her alone instead what we get is Ha, ha, ha. Well, a curious way to keep the troops in tow, Commander. Don't stop on my account. Looks yeah. like fun. Why oh is he saying God. that? Why is he saying that? I didn't hear that last bit. I was going to say, like, when he says... Looks like fun. That's that's turned it really creepy. When he says, don't stop on yeah. my account, it's like, well, no, I yeah. most definitely will. Like, <clears throat> really weird that you've asked me not to. Yeah, can I join in? Why has he said that as well? Um, so he says some other stuff, but I ignored all that. So we go back to the students. Um, and even though Rick is a, he's a dick in this film, for the most part, um, he is, however, right in his stance. This is what I would be like. If, if a guy looks and sounds like a nutter, he yeah. probably is one. Yeah. So if he's sitting there going, dressed as he is, and he's speaking English however kung fu it might be. <laughs> right. And he's like, I'm from this planet, blah, blah, blah. You just think he's just mental. Yeah. What you don't think is, uh, and this student is old, so she should know better. But she says, maybe he's telling the truth. On what basis is that? Well, look, let's be fair. Some of us prefer to give benefit of the doubt. We believe in the <laughs> the goodness of humanity. A cult. 
Whereas you are a negatively inclined man. So you will naturally veer towards, well, no, my default setting is everybody is potentially a rapist and murderer until they prove otherwise. <laughs> Whereas, you know. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us believe the opposite is true. Well, yeah, but, but this is why, you know, in the last scene, you're looking at that thinking, was everyone like that back in the day? And I'm telling you, yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I don't, that might not even have been a scene that was shot for the film. That might have just been them fucking about. Yeah, off, off. Um, And that would make sense because it, it doesn't add anything to the story. The uh, the alienator uh, finally decides to appear in the film a third of the way in, immediately burns a doctor to death. Yeah. Now, this confuses me given later events and, and I'll, I'll come on to that uh, in a bit. This is an impressive scene. Uh, for a film like this, this this is where some budget went. They thought, yeah, that looks really good. Burn a guy to death. That's that's not an easy stunt to do. Um, but obviously, they then couldn't do it again because it cost too much money. Yeah. So the gun, the purpose of the gun, and the ability of the gun changes completely from that point onwards. <laughs> so instead of being yeah. f- fire gun, it then becomes dis- <laughs> disappear ray. Um, Disappear, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh my God, she's got a disappear, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not a fire bolt. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what you uh, uh, what you forgot what you forgot to mention is is the brilliant fact that the doctor's name the doctor's name is Doctor Burnside. Oh, there yeah. you go. I didn't even I didn't even hear that. So yeah, his name's Doctor. That's a good. Doc, that's a good Doc spot. Um, so yeah. brilliant his name's a pun yeah Doc Burnside on the roadside so there you go no, that's, um, not the burn, that's not the pun bit is it well you know in a way road isn't it <laughs> so back to more ridiculous dialogue it will kill me anyone who stands in its way will be destroyed blow it out your ass goofball <laughs> that's classic that's unnecessary um and also the use of the word goofball i was very pleased with goofball is terrific um but one of my biggest concerns with this movie and there are many but one of my biggest is the inconsistencies of rick i don't understand his motivation for anything why is he so angry at this guy like if he thinks (laughs) that he's mad then like yeah fine you can you can think that he's mental deal with that but don't, you, you wouldn't get angry at him for saying that. It doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> he's just he's a, he's a hard character to read. Well, he's probably just gutted that he's missing his, um, you know, 50th anniversary college do. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So, once again, these students, their lines. I mean, I don't know if this lady is trying to lighten the mood or whatever. Uh, she, she says to Cole... So, Cole, do you uh, know E.T.? Now... Why are you saying that? <laughs> you know that's a fictional film, or are we saying that this is in the shared universe and that in this in this world they know that E.T. was an actual that actually happened? Was uh was Spielberg listed as a producer for this? Yes. <laughs> well there you go. Shared world <laughs> Shared World is canon. What what is she saying here? What is she saying? Did she... <laughs> and... I do not know E. T. No, sorry, it's just a film I've seen. <laughs> like, that would have been quite funny dialogue. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a weird bit. Just trying to ride the coattails of a successful movie by just saying it once in the film. Ugh, disgusting. 
So we then go back to Bert and Ernie, who find the burned corpse uh, of uh, of Burnside on the roadside. Well, but the funny thing is, one of them says, Hey, do you think that's Doc Burnside? It's like, well, hold on. <laughs> How could you possibly tell that it's Dr. Burnside? He's literally a charred mess. Well, yeah, just one of them just starts eating him. <laughs> it's him, all right. <laughs> so then we go back to uh, we go back to Rick, um, and again he's asking some uh, legitimate questions about Cole's background. You know, you must be some bad dude or something as as rubbish. Yeah, but then so has he now changed his mind? He doesn't just think that he's some <laughs> mental homeless guy. He's now like, oh god, you must be really bad if you're hit. Like, why is it? What's changed yeah. his mind here? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he saw him take a piss and he had like four penises or something who knows but yeah. um you know they had to cut that out because of budget reasons again cole's um, still got his mouth open <laughs> <laughs> so we more we then get more uh great acting and the note i've put here is these actors are more wooden than the set and the set is a fucking forest so how does that work that I, is such a good line well done (laughs) a round of applause for you there mate i'm impressed we then get the alienator who's uh who's just standing outside and the first full reveal of the uh the alienator costume yeah um gaz talk to me this is a combination of i mean you wouldn't be surprised if this was just sort of the the newest member of kiss do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah they're going for a slightly yeah Slightly raunchier look. It's a uh, that'd be good. That yeah, yeah. I believe that the 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 lady that played that played the alienator was a a bodybuilder. Um, so yep. she, she was she's used to wearing that kind of skimpy outfit and showing off <laughs> showing off what she's got. Uh, yeah, what show off? She's got she's got David Bowie wig. Um, for some reason, mm. it's yep. like why not? silver wrestler kind of looking thing and on her yeah. right her right arm appears to have been replaced by this gun this uh fire fire breathing slash disappearo ray that she has <laughs> um but overall i think i think the best description is is what mexican wrestler yeah from the 80s. i mean it's it's very very glam rock um and you me- you mentioned there the um the link to bodybuilding and look uh we haven't said it yet but i mean the name of this film alienator yes uh, they've obviously just combined alien and terminator yes. and obviously arnie being a, a a bodybuilder i'm assuming so the the lady that plays uh, the alienator uh, her name is tegan i think i think it was tegan yeah um she is terrible in this film and i mean that's a really hard thing to do to be terrible at that role. It's not a hard role to play, honestly. It really isn't. No, it isn't. There's there's a couple of things here that confuse me about... Uh, I was about to say Tegan. But there's, there's a couple of things <laughs> that confuse me about her. Um, but the one overriding one is, as part of this costume, she's got a crucifix on. <laughs> what the she... fuck? <laughs> How's that work? It's It's mental. It's like... But it's not like it's even a mistake. It's embedded in the fucking costume. I reckon. I reckon that's meant as like subliminal messaging that, or foreshadowing that she's actually the righteous character in all of God. this. God, Jesus, she's 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 the good guy. 
Just like Jesus would be yeah. if he appeared, did it? Yeah. <laughs> so the alienator, uh, or Al. Nice. Let's call her Al. That's great. Um, proper get this podcast banned for copyright. But um, <laughs> so Al goes into the uh, the empty house. What's she shooting at? Because everyone has left that house. None of this makes sense. She first of all she stands there for ages whilst everybody is there. So while she's looking at them, and she just stands there looking at them. Hello, hiya. <laughs> and they're, they're like, <laughs> "You're right. Do you need something?" And she's just standing there. It's like, well, if you're going to shoot people, <laughs> shoot them. Like, you just shot Doc Burnside <laughs> for no reason. Shoot yeah. these guys, then. Like, That's what I mean. One of them's actually attacked So you. inconsistent. Like, so inconsistent. Doesn't make any sense. Um, while she's standing there, it is worth saying that um, Rick decides at that moment to run out and shoot at her and then run off screaming. Again, a character that <laughs> makes no sense. Just totally inconsistent. Is he, is he the hard mm. man of the group or is he... Just the comedy clown of it. I I don't know. Um, <laughs> then yeah, you're absolutely right. They they all leave. They all go. Well, let's let's leave. This is after after Cole has said that gun can burn down the entire building with all of us in it. You will die a horrible, painful death again. Like, <laughs> all right, cheers for the pep talk. But after he said yeah. that, they all just leave. Shut your mouth as well. <laughs> Still hasn't closed it. Um, he honestly hasn't. <laughs> And he's grasping at his neck while saying it. Right. Anyway, <laughs> then they walk. They just walk away. Well, they might run. I can't remember. And then, yeah, they, they. She enters. Al enters the house and just start, starts shooting up nothing. So uh, we get the hunters back to them. Back to Bert and Ernie. They then bump into the warden. Thankfully, uh, Al turns up, kills both of them. So, oh, thank God. What was the point of them? They have. <laughs> There's a moment before, I guess, where um, where the warden sets up a bear trap that he sees. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll put mm. this on the path. That would yep. do it. And one of Bert and Ernie steps on the, the bear trap and is like, oh, yep. ow, that hurts. Oh, bloody heck, that's painful. And they take it off him. Owie, owie. Right. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> it's like, right, yeah. what was that going to do to the alienator? <laughs> How's he stepping on that trap? He's a poacher for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> you'd look out for that stuff. That, that Instinctively, you would look out for that stuff. No, he's, I'm surprised he didn't fall over and his head just landed in it. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that's what happened to him initially before this movie, which is why he's a bit... <laughs> owie, owie. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're gone. Yeah, so they're, they're gone. They're literally pointless. Uh, the warden then tries to go toe-to-toe with, with Al in a battle that I'm calling the safest shootout ever. Because <laughs> yeah. um, at no point is anyone under any threat. I mean, you know, Al's gun gets a little bit of a, a beating. But other than that, it's just them just hiding behind a rock or a house or a tree um, and just stuff happening nowhere near them. So what I loved about this, though, is, um, yeah, you're right. Al, Al's gun gets gets hit and sparks a little bit and a little bit of smoke comes off you're like oh look at that she's lost her arm gun she's in trouble now and then she just takes <laughs> off the gun and she's got a regular hand underneath <laughs> i <I'm> absolutely <laughs> pissed myself 
I thought that was the, yeah. I thought that was part of her like robot design. I was yeah, <laughs> correct. Yeah, she had a gun arm. I didn't think she was holding it. <laughs> she was just, she was just <laughs> holding it. Why didn't she just hold a regular gun? But that's probably good design, to be fair. So then she gets slowed down by a trap. I don't even remember this trap being set up, to be honest. But no. I think one of the students describes it as like, yeah, well, you know, at least she's going to be slowed down by the stabby, sticky thing. Yeah. And I'm like, when did this happen? Right. So it didn't happen. Um, I, w- I, w- I wanted to check that because I was like, that was that was so bizarre. It, it, it just, it cuts away from that fight, that gun fight shootout scene. Mm. Yeah. Um, to to the, the gang being together. It's like it's like Scooby Doo's gang, isn't it? Like the little yeah, yeah, gang. proper. Um, mm. And Blankers. yeah, and and the the nerd says something along the lines of, "Oh well, at least she she won't be going very fast with stabby sticks in her legs." And then it cuts to a <laughs> shot of like sort of you can sort of see this trap with some spikes in it, and then mm. next to it is uh, the alienator, who's obviously got some sticks in her legs now but we didn't see her fall into it we didn't see the trap get set up we just heard that that was maybe something that they tried to do i I don't know how he could possibly have the confidence that she's definitely going to walk into that trap like you can set it up it doesn't guarantee she's going to fall into it i I really did try to rack my brain i couldn't be bothered to rewind it i was just like let's just get through this but (laughs) um Yeah, just so weird and disgusting as well. Like, I don't know why she has to have, like, these weird webbed feet. The the whole scene's totally unnecessary and disgusting. Mm. And, yeah, I don't need to see that either. I I think it was the purpose of that was so that she's sitting down so that a deer comes past. So she's sitting there and a deer turns up with um, I am important to the story written on the side of it because it establishes (laughs) the whole hostile, non-hostile thing. Yes. So... Why did she then burn the doctor? Exactly. Doesn't make sense. Doc Burnside was clearly not hostile. <laughs> it would it would have been funny if they'd have cut to a scene like him waving his bag, scared the alienator, so it just decided to burn him alive. <laughs> but yeah. that didn't happen. No. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. Get away! <laughs> like no, that yeah. did not happen. Just burned him immediately. I'm only a doctor. Oh, now I'm burning alive. He's like, oh, please, please don't. I'm just a, I'm a doc. I'm a, I'm like a deer. If anything, I'm like a deer, non-hostile deer. <laughs> yeah, just non-hostile written on the side of him. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so we then get the warden and the old students, and they go to some old war vet's house. Yeah, he's uh, even colonel. older than any of them. Yeah. Oh no, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like he must have, he must have been in the year above all of them at school. So, <laughs> so talk to me about this old guy, Gaz, because what's he doing off the grid? So he's in a he's in a forest somewhere, yeah, uh, with a small arsenal of weapons, yeah, including a fucking landmine. Yeah, I mean he's clearly on the sex offenders list, and so he's had to he's had to go <laughs> off the grid, and to live the life that he wants to, he's got to live in this like abandoned hut. <laughs> in a forest um so he cannot believe his luck when out of nowhere the warden brings four new victims along he's like oh yeah yeah bring them bring them all in just bring them all in make sure that they take off their jumpers and put on these special jumpers that i made look at the windows with windows (laughs) he loves it bring out the gimp 
Yeah. <laughs> and JMV comes out. Ah, that's why he was in it. Right, I see. Um, no, he's he's all right. He's all right. This guy, this guy's all right, but he thinks that he's in a different film as well. <laughs> that's something. Like, um, he really does. Yeah, he thinks this is a, a Vietnam War movie, but you like him because he he doesn't know what's going on, and it means that he sort of acts a bit like a, a human being. Unlike ninety eight percent of the the other characters in this movie, <laughs> uh, Al turns up. Obviously, otherwise, what be the point in this film? Uh, she wants Cole. Uh, does a weird like blah, 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 speaking thing. I don't mind this bit. Um, I quite like that. Like, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's weird, but it does make sense. So she starts off going, and then they're like, "What is that noise that she's making?" And then she tries again, and it's like. <laughs> and then she tries one more time. Not even time, inserting the audio. Like, <laughs> one more time, and she's like, "Bring me coal, and you will not die." It's like, well, that's kind of, I kind of like that. She's kind of getting there. Yeah, she's got there. I think, mm. and it showed some development, some character development that was sorely lacking before. Yeah. Apart from yeah. the deer thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The deer's taught how to speak English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that happens. What then... It doesn't really make sense when Cole is translating for for Al. Yeah. And he and he says it as it is. Yeah. Like, surely he should have been like, the alienator will kill all of you if you don't protect me or some shit. Like... Again. Ba- based, on, based on his motivation later on. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, at this point, you're like, yeah, I get it. Cole's, Cole's the leader of a rebellion group. Like, he's an honourable guy. He mm. he wants to live and die honourably. You know, that, that's that's what we think his character is. But as we will find out later, yeah. no, he's a very different sort of character. So why, why <laughs> does he not just lie to them? The other thing is, yeah. and this again is about inconsistency of characters, is Rick, at this point, when Cole's like, oh, she says, if you hand me over, she'll let you go. Rick's like, let's blow her to shit. Like, why does he suddenly love... <laughs> like, why has he changed his mind? I think he's reading other people's lines. Like, <laughs> oi, yeah. come on, just read your own lines. But talking of lines, um, I really like the Colonel's lines because the Colonel, uh, he refuses uh, to hand this guy over. There's two very specific set of rules. First rule, never surrender your weapons. Second rule, blow the hell out of your enemy before they can do it to you. <laughs> he's got it. He's got a, a little sign that says that above his like fireplace. He's consistent. Like that's what his character is. It mm. makes sense. Like yeah, you know, he's a grizzled old war veteran slash sex offender. That's what they do. <laughs> he's a grizzled old sex offender. <laughs> um, uh, they go outside uh, and there's a little fight. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before that. <laughs> Before that, <laughs> they have to establish what weapons are going to work, don't they? Yeah. And so the old guy, he's like, hey, don't worry. I've got this mine. I've got this this old mine that I can set up that will blow her <laughs> to yeah. pieces. Right? <laughs> sounds, yeah. sounds good to me. Like, good plan. Mm. And mm. Cole says, uh, yeah. Or you could make some sort of net made of some sort of metal. <laughs> <laughs> those are the words that he uses and then the old guy's like uh, okay I've got some barbed wire and uh, and some chicken wire out in the shed if if you want to give that a go I'm, I probably prefer the mine 
because you know that makes more sense but yes correct fine. if you need yes. some sort of metal i've got some chicken wire out the back that's if that's gonna make you happy mate you go for it i'm gonna use this landmine instead <laughs> yeah <laughs> so just to put that out there so that's been established right yeah so obviously after the the mine uh al's definitely not dead um he's not cole dead. starts chatting that uh, yeah like cole chats up rick again such a weird scene lots yeah. of heavy breathing Lots of, I could make you the richest person in the world. And, like, Rick, at, at one point he just turns around and he's like, can you just fuck off, mate? Like, <laughs> I don't want you anywhere near me, to be honest. I'm already weirded out by hanging around in this fucking sex offender's hut. <laughs> I don't need to be yeah. cornered by you as well, the, the guy with the mouth that never shuts. Yeah. So just back off, mate. Like, I'm stressed out as it is. Um, and he really is stressed out, Rick. Because when they hear that the alienator is on the fucking roof... She's on the fucking roof! She's on the fucking roof! Come on, you fucking bitch! Why don't you kill me? Also, nonsense, because they've put this mine out there and it's exploded and they've all gone, right, brilliant, well, that's her dealt with. And they've all said, like, she's... Now let's deal with this sex offender. She's gone. (laughs) She's She's done. (laughs) And yet they're all still standing on guard. Like, it doesn't make any sense. They're like, oh, well, at least we don't have to worry mm. about her anymore. But I'm just going to go and guard this window. And so they're all <laughs> standing there shitting themselves. Sensible, though. Well, in the end, yes, but lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the one of the girls, um, again, I mean, none of the students really matter, to be honest. But Oh, actually, wait, sorry. Can I just... <clears throat> the audio that you just played. Does Rick... <laughs> I feel like Rick isn't... The, the actor playing Rick isn't a very good reader because I think that he's read his lines and he doesn't know what the word R-double-O-F is. Like, he's like, I've oh, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, this yeah. word. Yeah, he says roof. Yeah, he does <laughs> say roof. She's on the fucking roof. She's on the fucking roof. She's on the fucking roof. What's wrong with this guy? Is he living in a fucking tent? It's a roof. <laughs> So uh, one of one of the girls, um, I don't know which one she is. It doesn't matter. She flips the fuck out. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, I can't take all this anymore. Um, I'm just going to run away outside with my hands up in the air." Yeah, Who runs like that? Oh, I mean, again, I feel like maybe they weren't. This wasn't part of the film. This was just her <laughs> going, "No, I've had enough. Of, I can't be in this movie." And running away. And they're like, "Oh yeah, keep rolling. We'll yeah. use that." <laughs> She runs out of the house, her hands are still in the air, so she goes, runs to the car, jumps in the car, and just stays in the car. I'm like, what? Drive off. But whatever. Rick gets caught, he gets caught, and he's get he gets he's, strangled. He's definitely dead now. He's definitely dead. Yeah, she's going to rip his head off, is what yeah. I'm thinking. Because this is the alienator. Yeah. You know, she just burnt a doctor alive for doing nothing. So this guy, who shot her earlier... Or tried to shoot her earlier. Um, he is definitely dead. Definitely dead. But Al gets shot in the back of the head <laughs> yeah. with an arrow from a crossbow. That was hilarious. Yeah. Straight in the back of the head. Yeah, but irrelevant as well. Doesn't do anything to her. Doesn't do anything. They know that she's been blown up with a fucking landmine. <laughs> or they at least think that that's happened. And nothing, nothing happened to her. So what the fuck's a an arrow gonna do uh, the colonel runs out with the warden and the geeky guy just runs off somewhere in the opposite direction with a handgun so they all start shooting al uh he he does some damage does some little damage with his ak-47 
Uh, and Al decides to do just a little dance when she's been shot. Just a little drop of the shoulder here and a drop of the shoulder there. Doesn't look like she's in pain at all. It's just a weird movement to make when you're being shot. But Sexy look, little dance. I'm not an android, so... No. <laughs> <laughs> little robot dance. Uh, Al is killed. Not really. But she's killed uh, with this crappy metal wire blanket thing Well, uh, that they've put together. The nerdy fella climbs onto the roof and climbs onto the roof <laughs> hey what are you doing on the fucking roof <laughs> <laughs> he's on the roof um he's on the roof where's that <laughs> uh, i mean before before he does that actually um he runs out to get um the warden and the old fella <laughs> who are mm. the other side of the hut and don't know that rick's being strangled by al so he yep. runs out, and they're, they're standing there, facing away from the hut. And the geeky guy comes running out and goes, whoa, 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 don't shoot. But they weren't even facing it. They didn't even, like, they didn't even turn around. <laughs> anyway, yeah. he's, like, he's like, quick, go and help Rick. He's in trouble. So they go around and start shooting him, like he say. And at that point, he climbs up onto the roof, throws the chicken wire onto, onto Al, gives a little punch of the air. Yes, he goes, yeah, all right. Um, All right. And then says, I I had to write this down. Oh, my God. It's siphoning off her electrons in line with the Earth's axis. (laughs) Spot on. Right. That's what's happening, is it? Bloody knew it would. (laughs) (laughs) Cole starts chatting Rick up again. Um, Doesn't get anywhere. Uh, so he, he decides to take by force. We come to the next morning. Everyone is way too fucking casual given what's just happened the night before. You know, a few beers here or there. Uh, a lot of beers with Rick. Um, and he's acting weird. Well, is he he's acting exactly as he was before? No, yeah, he is. He's just, he's just him. He's just him. Just continuing uh, I think even the, a... the opening line is used again. Like, can you relax with your drinking, mate? <laughs> fucking hell. Nine o'clock in the morning. You've got to drive later again. Um, we're never going to make it to our 100-year college anniversary if you keep drinking like that. And he does, and then he just fucking loses it uh, and starts shooting everyone. <laughs> that cracked me up. Well, the thing is, Cole had said to Rick, like, you know, I want you to, I want you to teach me the way of your people. Like, I want to fit in here on Earth. And, uh, <laughs> and when Rick's like, no, I'm not going to do it... Um, for some reason, I don't know why. Like they've just been through a lot together. They there should be some sort mm. of bond. So what he's done, the insinuation here is that Cole has killed Rick and taken over his body. Uh, so then, in an attempt to fit in <laughs> with mankind, he decides to try and like just have sex with his girlfriend <laughs> outside in front of everybody. <laughs> when she's like, "No, what are you doing?" He starts shooting everyone. <laughs> He did say before he needed to be taught how to live with mankind. Yeah, true. Um, Obviously has no idea. You know, he doesn't know, does he? He doesn't know that you're not allowed to just have sex in public and you're not allowed to just start fucking gunning down innocent <laughs> bystanders. Like, I think this is our first first hint that Cole isn't the uh, the righteous rebellion leader that we've, we thought he was throughout <laughs> the movie. <laughs> they're doomed, and uh, but they're not. Because uh, Al comes back, back alive, uh, cuts off Rick's head with an axe or whatever it is, 
that then somehow turns into Coles. He starts like spluttering this white ooze through his mouth. <laughs> and uh, again, I chuckled as that happened. Not necessary though, isn't it? It's just so unnecessary. <laughs> and then the warden's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, Al, where are you going? And she, and she turns around, looks at them, and he's like, you know, come on. Have some breakfast. Yeah. Why are you being like that? Rick didn't finish his bud. There's a half a bud left here if you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a bit, a bit of it's got blood all over it, but, you know, still good. <laughs> and then she, she pulls out this bag, a little pouch. <laughs> throws it to them I like it if she threw me anything i'd run off i'd just assume it's a hand grenade or something but yeah so they catch it open it what the fuck is it like uh, like some gems or diamonds or why what is the point in that i thought (laughs) (laughs) so they're all just standing there baffled um and then you know watch her fly off or whatever uh so then we go back to the prison and i'm sitting here thinking well why does this matter why are we back here but lund i mean he he seems a bit taken aback with everything that's uh that's happened turns out there's something up with lund uh, and he, he comes be? out of his backstory yeah who knows he's bloody cole's dad you thought you killed a prisoner no you're wrong you killed my only son And he pulls a fucking lightsaber out and starts yeah. swinging it around. I, literally, Cole's dad is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, he's in, he's in the same robe. <laughs> he's got the same lightsaber. <laughs> it's just brilliant. But again, and he does but, but the things with age as well, like, I mean, Cole looks about as old as Blunt. Right. Now, that one, I wouldn't be surprised. I That one, I would not be surprised if they were the same age. That's... yeah. That they absolutely are on a, on a par. It's just that it's just that Cole's got more hair than Lund. That's I think that's mm. the key difference. That's why they've gone. Oh yeah, you can be yeah, his dad because you haven't that, got as much hair. It's just that Cole's in Duran Duran. <laughs> yeah. the, you know, just you assume he's younger, and that's it. That's the end of the film. Oh, with with Lund being killed for his. Oh well, yeah. I mean, he gets absolutely annihilated. Yeah, uh, it's pathetic resistance to be honest. But there you go. So the film ends. We get the credits. I shouldn't really laugh at this, but I did at the time, just because of the idea that a film this bad could be dedicated to the memory of someone that's obviously passed away. So I did laugh. But the uh, the film was dedicated to the memory of someone called Fox Harris. Cool name. Um, yeah, very good name. Very cool name. Uh, it's better than Bert. Yeah. Uh, who who Fox Harris played in the film. So yeah. Fox Harris was one of the hunters. So there you go, passed away whilst making this film. Very sad. So what a way to honour their memory than dedicating this absolute trash to their name. Um, and that's it. It's been a fun journey. Last week, you let me go first um, with the bloob score. So I think it's only fair that uh, that you go first this week. Is this a film that ticks the zero bloob ometer? And joins Leo the Lion in the Hall of Shame. I'm surprised you'd ask that, John, because you know as well as I do that this film is a lot of fun to watch. And it is. I this is this is the sort of film that I reckon I probably anticipated watching uh, when when I agreed to do this podcast, uh, rather <laughs> than films like Leo the Leo Lion. The Lion. Um, because this is definitely one of those movies that fits into the so bad it's good category. Um, yeah. Whereas Leo the Lion and Left Behind, to be honest, are in the so bad they're bad category. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas this, I, you, honestly, I'm not in a rush to watch it again. Uh, but at the time, um, I actually watched it with I actually watched it with Len, who was over visiting, um, and yeah, we we, we sat down with a couple of beers. And he makes an appearance in this film, Len, doesn't he? As the <laughs> yeah. uh, the little nerdy guy with the glasses. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Um, <laughs> uh, too good looking that guy. Uh, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. and popular. Yeah. There was a moment when he sat with both of the girls, like, and he's hugging both of them, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I remember I used to dream about having a girl who was as pretty as you, and a girl who was as forthright with her opinions as you." <laughs> Such a good chat, uh, um, but yeah. you know, watching this movie with with a couple of beers um, with a mate is a really fun experience and one that I would actually recommend doing um, for, yeah. for anybody listening. And I think we, we need to find more of these. We need to find more experiences like this, to be honest. Um, if we're going to, if just for our own sake, if this podcast is sustainable, <laughs> we need ones that are kind of fun to watch. Um, so look, I'm going to tell you, it, it isn't going to get two. Uh, it isn't going to get two blueberries. It isn't going to get two blueberries, but it's not going to get zero blueberries either, um, because mm. just from the fact that I had a great time watching it, and I don't think anything that that gives that much joy when watching could be a zero blueberry movie. Yeah. Look, the fundamentals, um, storyline, acting, um, they're non-existent. Character development. <laughs> is absolute nonsense and i don't i don't understand what anybody is supposed to kind of represent or what they stand for or what their purpose is yeah um but we do have we do have two relatively consistent performers in there in the warden and uh and the old guy uh so you know they, they bring the acting up a touch um and a couple of couple of kind of cool moments in there um, but <clears throat> let's be fair, it is a terribly made movie, dreadfully made. <laughs> and yeah. um, and I think it shows how an awful movie can be entertaining. And for the entertainment value, it does get itself a blueberry. Um, if you were to ask me, if I was to be forced to watch like this or Left Behind tomorrow, I would 100% <laughs> choose yeah. this. I would choose this every yeah. time. Um, far more entertaining we could make this we could make this today um if we wanted to <laughs> um i'm a bit busy but <laughs> uh, well in that case i'd better wrap it up by saying terrible movie but great fun it gets itself a blueberry that's fair that's fair um i'm not going to go on as long as you Sorry. um i've gone on record as saying that films that are so bad they're good and Something like a Cujo, I, I would say, is is one of those, uh, or Pet Cemetery, um, and then you just get films that are or TV series that are just a fucking drain. This did not feel like a drain. I'll be honest. This is the only film that we've done on the worst of Netflix that I've watched twice, mate. I'm going to give it two boobs. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. I was disappointed in myself after, so I thought there's no way this is going to be a zero bloob. I like watching a film that makes me laugh um inadvertently like it's not trying to be funny but it fucking is 
and for me like look the bad performances make me chuckle cole he makes me chuckle because it's terrible and this might be the only film that we've done thus far that I would say to people, go give it a watch. It's quite it's quite a funny film to watch. If if you if you go in expecting, you know, yeah. Alien or Predator, yeah. uh, then no, it's not a good action film. If you go in expecting something like I don't know, like a, a Return of the Living Dead, something like uh, that's B movie schlock, um, it's pretty good. So yeah, so two bloobs from me, mate. Um, so there you go. But this uh, this then opens it up uh, for you to, uh, I guess, discuss your pick, your chance at leveling out the playing field and making it one all on the uh, on the zero blue bometer. So what's what's next, Gaz? Scientists hold talking, super intelligent babies captive, but things take a turn for the worse. When a okay. mix-up occurs between a baby genius and its twin. And that is the movie that we are going to watch called Ugh. Baby Geniuses. That sounds shit. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to be fun to watch. It's got it's it's got uh, 2.6 out of 10 on IMDb um, and a meta score rating <laughs> of 6. So I think this is going to be an absolute... Aww troll to get through but um we're gonna do it and uh we're gonna <laughs> reconvene in a couple of weeks um to see what we think is this the 1999 baby geniuses <laughs> it is the 1999 baby geniuses two percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> fucking hell i love the uh... that's out of a hundred <laughs> all right well that well that's us that's us done then Cheers, mate. It's um, it's been fun. Next, the next one won't be, but yeah, no, it no, absolutely no, it's won't. All good, cool. All right. Well, look. Obviously, if you've enjoyed listening to this pod, do feel free to give us a shout out on social media. If you want to chat to us on Twitter, it's probably where we're most active. Go search us at Fan Critical Pod. If you uh, if you want to have a go at John about anything, maybe speak to us via Instagram or email because John doesn't read that as much. Fan underscore critical. Yeah, that's the Insta. Um, and our email is fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. All right, mate. Well, look, cheers, Gaz. Um, Thanks, and John. cheers, everyone, for listening. Um, we do like feedback, so give us more feedback. Yes, especially about this podcast, please, because um, well, it boosts our ego, doesn't it? So Absolutely. We're looking to spin it off and start making some serious cash money. <laughs> um, two ways splits better than five. Exactly. And remember, we're, we're watching these movies so that you don't have to. Um, so we are doing a service Fact. so remember mm. that alright mate well look uh, thanks listeners Gaz thanks very much mate go and enjoy your day in uh, in Australia alright well it's 10.30pm so yeah so enjoy your night in Australia alright <laughs> um, it's early here for me so yeah. I mean I've started drinking already so it's going to be a long day but uh, <laughs> anyway uh, right. we'll be back in uh, in a couple of weeks Cool. We'll see you then. Bye.